Mac, what's happening as far as the weird news? An Arkansas woman has pled not guilty to uh, charges related to selling stolen body parts. No. A recent indictment unsealed last week says the former mortuary worker is accused of selling (laughs) boxes of body parts. Weird. Uh, Just seems like a weird uh, term. From a medical school uh, corpses to a Pennsylvania man that she met through a Facebook group. Body parts (laughs) are us. (laughs) This is bizarre. Would you like my Facebook group, please? (laughs) The transaction was said to be about $11,000. She faces dozens of counts, including mail fraud and wire fraud. Uh, The woman awaits a hearing scheduled for Tuesday, tomorrow, so... What about the dude buying the body parts? Yes. Anything wrong with that, or is that... Uh, He's got to be in trouble, too, isn't yeah. he? Seeking body parts online? It is alive. What is going on? A <laughs> uh, senior prank at a Chicago-area high school went horribly wrong when students lost control of a steer. Oh, man. And unleashed this large animal in the town. Mm-hmm. Seniors, they're seniors. They're thinking, "Wow, I got a little prank. We're going to leave school in a big bang here." Right. Put a cow in somebody's office. Yeah, they thought they were going to have some fun. Northridge Preparatory School in Niles, Illinois, planned an elaborate early morning prank involving farm animals, including chickens, a pig, and a steer. I don't know why the combination. Right. But they had something in mind. Something went wrong. The steer broke loose. And then took off running through the streets of a residential neighborhood. Several students ran after it. Residents called the police, and they were eventually able to corner it behind a house. Workers from a nearby animal sanctuary were called in to corral it, and the school has launched an internal investigation. But officials have stated they, they don't want the students criminally charged. So evidently, somebody has a little bit of grace in them. Okay. So, senior year, want them to graduate. Yeah, they don't want to, they don't want this to spoil their lives. They just want them to learn the lesson, I guess. Not totally out of the woods, though. They've uh, all received citations for curfew violation, which is kind of interesting. I don't know, is it curfew because of early morning? I don't know. Uh, disorderly conduct and animal feces accumulation was one of the charges. Yeah, that would probably be <laughs> not great. That's enough of a charge, I guess. They'll probably get some community service out of the deal. A steer running around the neighborhood, though. That's something you don't expect in the morning. No, you really don't. Kind of can picture it in your mind as maybe a Texas Longhorn steer, yeah. you know. Yeah. A, yeah. You really don't want that hanging out in your backyard, <laughs> snorting and pawing at the turf. Well, this one's pretty strange. A cluster of rare brain infections is popping up near Las Vegas in children. Weird. CDC disease detectives are looking into the case. CNN reporting doctors from other parts of the country are also seeing a rise in brain abscesses. The number of abscesses in Nevada in 2022 tripled from an average of about four or five a year to 18. Wow. An associate professor at the University of Utah who is treating the cases says she's never seen anything like it. As the only uh, pediatric neurosurgeon in Nevada, Taryn Bragg, was the first to notice the uptick and flag public health officials. Well, something's going on, don't you think? what in the world? That's bizarre. 
Are all the uh, kids from the same location, I wonder, or similar environment somehow? Wow. Um, Ever dream of owning your own island, Mackie? You know? Yeah, of course. You and Deb, retirement coming up maybe somewhere in the future, and you're thinking, you know. Need some gum money, you know. Just get away from it all. Yeah. Well, a piece of Scotland is for sale. Your heritage. Yeah, exactly. And it's only $188,000. So you can maybe sell your house and make an equal exchange here, maybe. Something like The isolated and uninhabited uh, Barlaca, Barloco Island is 25 acres large and uh, six miles from the closest town. So it's not that terribly far out of the uh, district. They're not that small, 25 acres. 25 acres is pretty good size. Yeah, you get... To, Room to spread out and maybe get a couple of steers out there, Mackie. <laughs> However, the uh, island does not include a home, so you got to build that. While the island cannot be connected to the energy grid, a new resident could install solar panels. Should be off the grid living. Yeah, the island will be reached on foot during low tide. So if it's low tide, there's enough of a ridge across or some sort of, uh, I guess. Sand okay. dune or something that yeah. carries across there. Right. But a boat is required when the water rises. The Pebble Beach is a delight and the perfect base to explore the island, partake in some cold water swimming, or to anchor a boat and enjoy a waterside picnic, says the uh, uh, the listing. Pretty nice definition there in the mm-hmm. listing, yeah. Description, I should say. Yeah. Back to your Scottish roots, maybe, yeah, Mackie. Scotland. I wonder why it hasn't sold. You well, could have, like, big family reunions there, 25 acres. You could spread out a little bit. Right, sure. You know. Might want a building. Might want to have to. Probably put up some sort of building, house maybe. And then you could have, like, uh, tent camping. You know, it could be an event, you know. could be a great adventure for people. Yeah. I could invite my son-in-law, Dylan. Uh, Mark Smith, my neighbor, and you to come build the house <laughs> and, you know, stay for yeah. a while. And then you could turn the rest of the island into a VRBO, you know, tent camping. <laughs> okay, uh, what do we have in the weird news today? Well, this one's kind of kind of weird, maybe creepy. Researchers are taking a deeper dive into more than a 100-year-old discovery off the South Florida coast. National Park Service explained Monday how officials found a former quarantine hospital and a cemetery in the waters of Dry Tortugas National Park. The graves were part of the Fort Jefferson Post Cemetery, which were mostly military members. Officials say the health care facility was reportedly used to treat yellow fever patients at the fort as far back as the 1890s. Archaeologists started to survey the area last year. Plan to share more details about their findings soon. So, mm. the b- abandoned old hospital where yellow fever was treated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of, you're right. It's kind of spooky. Kind of any, gives you an eerie feeling. Any germs still floating around here? <laughs> uh, think about this for a second, Mackie. Have you ever put together furniture? You know, like Ikea or some other furniture maybe you bought and it gets shipped to you and you put together a coffee table with the, here's all the parts. Yeah, might not have gone so well usually with me. How about this? A Swedish car manufacturer wants to bring that kind of uh, put to, put it together yourself model to the garage. Lovely is the name of the company, L-U-V-L-Y. 
They create small and affordable electric vehicles that cost about 11000 bucks. Really? They're coming in a flat box, though. Assembly required. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so you get the box with all the parts and assembly instructions. Luckily, you won't have to put it together yourself. It says here the startup will ship its uh, cars in flat packs to be assembled at their final destination. This will allow more cars to be shipped in a more compact space. Oh, it says here you don't have to put it together yourself. So evidently it's at the sales location they'll assemble it, huh? Okay, that's better. Yeah. Lovely CEO Hakan Lutz has announced plans for a trike and an electric van to be designed with the same idea in mind. Okay. So what they're doing is they ship it to the dealership, so to speak. Dealership builds it from the ground up right there in their shop, and then you you drive away in it. Would be kind of fun maybe for like a retirement project, though. Say, go ahead and ship that right to my garage. Yeah. I'm up for the challenge type deal. Don't you think? Fun for you. It would be fun. Be some, you know, it'd be like going back to when you're in seventh grade and you're putting together that uh, maybe model car or something for uh, a science fair project. Yeah. You know, this goes here and this goes here. Okay, yeah, we can figure this out. But I would have to ask, what about the oak shelves and the chipmunk coffins? Well, then? that'll have to be on the list. Are they in the back burner they're now? Still, no, they're still on the list. No yeah. doubt about that. All right. The Food and Drug Administration has approved, see, see what you think here. Gene-edited pigs from Washington State University for human consumption. Mm. Researchers used uh, uh, CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R, gene-editing technology to create five pigs with similar DNA. They were made into German-style sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, Well, I'm glad there's purpose involved here. Yeah. The goal of the test was to prove gene-edited animals could get FDA approval for consumption. Selective breeding is one way of modifying an animal's DNA. Researchers say CRISPR technology does it faster and can create animals with more desirable traits for improved food production. What a strange thing. Like, like uh, the, pigs, the pigs are alive, I guess. Yeah. And then, uh, you know... Where are we going? <laughs> We're going to the German-style sausage plant. Sweet, I love sausage. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> they all look identical, I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, evidently so, yeah, or darn close. Uh, on Thursday, a college student ate the artwork off the wall at the Liam Museum in, of Art in South Korea. Now, this is we've had this on the show before. This is the piece of art which is actually a banana duct-taped to a wall. Art in quotation marks. Yeah. Uh, iconic work, it says here. Iconic. By, yeah, iconic by uh, Maurizio Catalan. The student told the museum he ate it because I was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> that was reported by a museum spokesperson. The uh, viral banana is entitled uh, Comedian. Sold for $120,000 December of 2019. Oh, my gosh. And uh, after eating the fruit, the uh, student taped the peel back up to the wall. The museum later replaced the peel with another banana. 
Obviously, they replace the banana on a regular basis. Otherwise, there'd just be like a little shriveled up thing on the wall. They must, right? So he wasn't doing that much damage. But Catalan was informed of the incident, but reportedly had no reaction to it. Catalan being the quote-unquote artist here. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just love the excuse. I was well, I was hungry. There's a banana right there. Right. I didn't think it had anything to do with art. Well, Mackie, time for a little weird news. You got something lined up today? An officer shot a woman in northwest Georgia after she allegedly tried to blind him with sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Yeah, the police in the city of Dalton were called out to the Hamilton Medical Center early Monday after a woman barricaded herself in her room. Boy, those kind of situations are, I don't know, they're not impossible, but wow. An officer shot her after she allegedly threw liquid sanitizer in his face. Man. Probably uh, pain in his eyes for sure. The officer only knew that she threw some sort of chemical at him. The wound was treated and then charged with aggravated battery. And uh, what's the officer? The officer doesn't know what she's throwing in his eyes. He's right. in a strange situation. And Man, that's spooky. Yeah. Um, Black Bear gave the principal at a West Virginia elementary school quite a little scare. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, see this story? It was Monday morning. The principal, James Marsh, opened a school dumpster lid about 7.15 in the morning. So, you know... Ah, shoot, we didn't get this garbage taken out last night, you know. Got a couple of garbage cans in his hands and out there, flips open the lid, and a back black bear jumped jumped out of the container. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's got to freak you out. Security footage shows Marsh running away as soon as he sees the bear's face peeking out at him. Luckily for Marsh, the bear seemed just as scared and ran the opposite direction into a wooded area. Authorities do not know how the bear crawled into the dumpster. <laughs> oh, I, I can kind of figure that out. Bears can. The stories just locally lately about bears knocking stuff down and bending over different oh, bird feeders. And man, there's just they so can get many. into a dumpster. Yeah, no doubt about it. I uh, shared on our Facebook page last night. You guys got to check it out. It's this moose who charges. It's, like, it's in Canada. Guy's out in his driveway, and a moose comes at him from across the street, and the wiener dog decides he's going to try to stand up to him. you got to check it out. Okay, yeah. But it's a similar situation, you know. When nature's involved, I mean, uh, we don't have the upper hand necessarily. No, we don't. Brian in our office was telling me he's had bears in his yard lately. Oh, man. Bird feeders, and they come to eat, you know. Sure, yeah. And last year, I think it was last year, he had his garbage can a tipped Upside down, fully intact, no garbage on the ground. So the bear just flipped the whole garbage can upside down with no garbage. And he out. never never got any out of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably looking. Where's the opening on uh, this how thing? How do you get this thing open? <laughs> what do you think, Boo Boo? Uh, now this is. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll have to get the details on this. Court of Common Sense might have to get involved. Okay. Florida man's accused of killing a gator with a machete in uh, north of Tampa. Spring Hills' Daniel Palumbo was arrested Friday after he turned himself in. The 39-year-old allegedly used a machete to kill a gator a year ago. He's charged with third-degree felony. 
a year ago. So they've evidently been looking for this guy for a year? Third degree, well, he turned himself in. Third degree felony for killing a gator. Gators are a menace in in Florida. They're everywhere. Yeah. Well, I suppose they want to know if he tortured the animal. Is that it? Maybe that's it, yeah. Uh, they're protected too, and, and unless they're in in yeah. your backyard and making threatening moves towards you, right? I mean, you know, if he, if it's a court of common sense, and he says, "Judge, you know, I'd misplaced my hatchet, so I used a machete," <laughs> you know, then then I might have to think about it. Well, see, know? now you're talking my language. I, you know, judge has, obviously has to let him off. <laughs> Uh, a restaurant in Maine expecting a shipment of mugs. Yeah, they get some new mugs coming in. But instead, they got something that might get you a mug shot. A wooden crate dropped off at Max Grill in Auburn, Maine, and the workers assumed that it was the new mugs they had ordered, and they opened it up, and they found a large amount of what they believed to be drugs. They looked at the shipment label, which had the correct address, but the name of somebody that doesn't work there. So they called the cops, police were called, test of the contents, uh, contents confirmed that it was synthetic fentanyl, it was 31 pounds of synthetic fentanyl. Wow. Street value like $3 million on this crate that was shipped to their restaurant. The uh, drugs were confiscated, and then about an hour later, the man whose name was on the shipping label showed up at the restaurant looking for the package. You guys didn't happen to get a package that was addressed to me, did you? <laughs> 41-year-old Jeremy Mercier, who uh, previously did some time on federal drug charges, was arrested again. He's charged with drug offenses, violating bail, being held without bail. And uh, that's what you get for shipping a container of what you're going to be distributing on the street to a local restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Mackie. Got some weird news piled up over there? I'm starting. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, traffic in Manassas, Virginia got tied up a th- a Tuesday morning. Snake took out the traffic lights. <laughs> you get snakes on a plane. Right. Now we get snakes and traffic lights. Possible new movie. Rush hour traffic came to a snarl at a busy intersection. Traffic lights suddenly went out there. Police showed up uh, to direct traffic, and repair crews uh, arrived to fix the outage. Workers opened up the control box, immediately identified the culprit, an adult eastern rat snake. Had apparently slithered into the box, possibly looking for a bird's nest, and somehow turned off two breaker switches, <laughs> which were inside this box. It effectively killed the lights. Uh, was always needed to fix the uh, problem, of course, flip the switches back on, but there's kind of a big mess, so they had to clean that up inside the box because there's a lot of evidence of birds' nests in there okay. and a lot of poo. And eastern rat snakes, I s- it says here, are said to be harmless, except to traffic lights, apparently. Yeah. And are very good at pest control. Now, that's the first time I've heard that, Mackie. Yeah. This might be a snake at doesn't deserve the hatchet. He's going up to eat the birds, though, right? <laughs> yeah. He's going after the birds' eggs, probably. Why do those birds keep going up there? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go up and find out. So, good at pest control. Might be good uh, for something. <laughs> Get rid of the mice and the rats around the place, huh? 
Search for a Central Florida man who skipped out on his own manslaughter trial more than a month ago. Police say Zachary Waldo left court for a lunch break in mid-March, never came back. While he was on the run, the jury found him guilty of a deadly DUI crash that killed three people. Wow. In Lake County on Christmas Eve more than three years ago. U.S. Marshals found him hiding in an attic in Mount Doral, Florida. That's so bizarre. Authorities say they hope this will provide to the family and the victims some level of closure. At least they got him. Now they can try him. And I'm sure he'll go to jail for a lengthy amount of time. Three people got killed. How does he end up in an attic? That's always the yeah. really strange stories. We get these strange stories about people in attics. They're finding their way into people's attics? Right. A private chef has gone viral on TikTok for a decadent $2,000 pizza that she created for a celebrity client. Wow. Brooke uh, Bavsky. She posted the video on April 29th. This uh, pizza included gluten-free flour, organic almonds, 24-karat gold flakes. There well, there's go. there's yeah. where the money is coming in, I guess. Bottled water. <laughs> is that on the side? Or is it like on the pizza? Bottled water? Bottled is water. Part of the $2,000 price? Yeah. Uh, $250 Mac- Manuka honey and caviar is on the pizza as well. Uh, while uh, Bevsky claims that the client loved the dish, some viewers said that the post was insensitive and overly lavish. Insensitive? The post is insensitive? <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate your job and all, but. Why do people spend so much on groceries? Filtered tap water would make the dough just as good. Oh, so the uh, the bottled water is part of oh, making the dough. Sure. Okay, right. The uh, video currently has over 4.4 million views, so a lot of people are interested in this. Uh-huh. $2,000 pizza, Mackie. Wouldn't you just take the gold flakes Put them off to the side. Put some fake gold on there. Yeah. Who's going to know? Yeah, really. You know, this doesn't taste like real gold to me. <laughs> yeah. And does the uh, person who purchases the pizza with the gold mm-hmm. flakes on it actually pull them off to the side and and keep them rather than eat them? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, do that. And I'm wondering what, uh, you know, what, are the workers saying... You think we can get away with two grand for this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're talking about what? What, do you, what kind of price tag we're going to put like on this? Like a two hundred dollar pizza? What, yeah, two grand. Two grand. All right. Yeah, guys, got to get profit. <laughs> U.S. Department of Labor says two children were found working unpaid at a Louisville McDonald's. Officials say the two ten-year-olds were working as late as two a.m. Investigation found Bauer Food LLC responsible for employing. Two dozen children under 16 Wow! who worked uh, more than the legal amount. Bauer operates 10 McDonald's in Louisville. It's not clear which one the children were working at. Unpaid, 10 years old, what are they working for? Probably getting forced into work, obviously. Yeah. Well, the labor laws are kind of uh, tricky there for the 14 to 16-year-old, and it's uh, different for the 16-year-old. But if it's just kids, yeah. are they family? Of the owner? I don't know. Doesn't say that. That's interesting. Where are you going with the weird news today? 
Uh, let's see. Controversy surrounds some 500 pounds of cooked pasta found near a New Jersey stream. Hmm. New Jersey. What's going on there? Oh, the road runs down by the butternut grove to old Bill Skinner's stream. <laughs> uh-huh. G- Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, uh, okay. With 500 pounds of That's enough noodles. of that. <laughs> well, if we could work in <laughs> cooked pasta into the lyrics. So uh-huh. the 500 pounds of cooked pasta following the mystery discovery in Old Bridge, uh, New Jersey, Nina Janowitz, a town council candidate, posted images of the pasta, which covered about 25 feet of land. Yeah, 500 pounds is a lot of pasta. Wow. On uh, social media, her viral photos apparently prompted the town's public works department to remove the offensive noodles. <laughs> uh, a combination. Yeah. Of spaghetti, ziti, and macaroni. Oh, wow. They had a lot of different pastas there. Somebody cooked it up. So It's cooked pasta. I'm wondering, is this one of those, uh, you know, make-your-own-pasta type deals that, you know, they're kind of popular right now, get together and make your own pasta and then sit down for the meal? Yeah. You suppose they did that and it was too bad to eat and they just dumped it all out? Yeah. Everybody learning to make pasta and they're like, this is terrible. Didn't want to put it in their own dumpster because they didn't want to be embarrassed by yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it would weigh too much. You know, the garbage man wouldn't take it. Yeah, true. 500 pounds. <laughs> what a bizarre deal. That is bizarre. Yeah. If it, it must have gone bad. Otherwise, somebody would eat it, wouldn't they? You could give it to the... Sure. Food shelf or whatever. Know. You wouldn't have... If it was already cooked, maybe they wouldn't take it. Yeah, maybe not. A British couple brought home an unexpected souvenir from their recent trip to Mexico. It wasn't a bottle of tequila. James Mugridge and his uh, girlfriend, Emma Forrester, they had arrived home after a two-week vacation in Mexico and started to unpack. That's when things got a little hairy, literally, because James pulled a pair of jeans out of his suitcase, found a large tarantula inside. Oh, boy. Specifically, it was a Mexican red rump tarantula. I don't know what's poisonous and what's not poisonous when it comes to tarantulas. I just assume that they're all poisonous. Give them a pretty wide berth no matter no matter what. So he was relieved and uh, apparently the, the spider had died during the flight. He said it uh, really was the last thing that I was expecting. Yeah, you're not expecting to pull your jeans out of your suitcase and find a tarantula in them, no. But James has no idea how it... Got in there when it climbed into the suitcase. He says that he and Emma had spent part of their vacation at a jungle-style hotel and believes that it must have been hiding inside his jeans for at least a couple of days. Didn't survive the trip, though. I don't know. The, what would kill it? I guess maybe lack of oxygen in the, in the suitcase. Yeah, uh, maybe, huh? Or possibly the altitude. I don't know. Something I don't know about uh, tarantulas there either, but... Yeah, I would be scared out of my mind if that happened to me. You got a tarantula in my jeans. <laughs> Yikes. Southern California senator is facing DUI charges. Dave Min was released from jail yesterday after being arrested Tuesday night just blocks away from the state capitol. California Highway Patrol claims he went through a red light. They pulled him over, say he, was, uh, he showed signs of being drunk, tested over the lim- legal limit, Democrat men posted an apology on Facebook, accepting full responsibility, saying there's no excuse for his actions. He'd been, he's been endorsed by Congresswoman Porter to, in January.
to fill her house seat. So he's in a little bit of a bind right yeah, now. Yeah, I guess so. At least just, you know, in this country, the thing he did there, it was stupid. I don't really have any excuses. Yeah. America's pretty forgiving. Pretty forgiving. Yeah. yeah. There's a uh, a diner that is looking for a hero, I guess. A Kellogg's Diner. It's looking for somebody to save it from bankruptcy. It's the 95-year-old New York City diner is looking for a buyer to save the eatery. Cost you $2.5 million if you want to do it. But something that's been in business for 95 years and can't make it anymore. Right. What has gone wrong here? The listing says that uh, the Williamsburg Diner fits 150 people, comes with a 30-year lease, a liquor license, and a reported $3.5 million yearly revenue. So it's been okay, but yeah. evidently they're facing bankruptcy. I don't know. Somebody mismanaged the place, obviously. Uh, Kellogg's Diner filed for bankruptcy August of 2021 after racking up $750,000 in unpaid expenses. To me, it's a neighborhood landmark, said uh, local celebrity Joe Weisbord. I hope that there's a buyer out there that thinks so, too. Yeah. Probably at the meeting before maybe getting into bankruptcy, the manager was saying, you can't just throw away 500 pounds of pasta. <laughs> Sent him over the edge. <laughs>